Have you ever found yourself too busy to meet with God or to practice something some of us call quiet time or devotional? Well, I have great news for you. Today's topic is called Spiritual Discipline for Busy People. Let's go. My name is Cynthia, and I'm the writer at SimpleCynthia.com. I will spread hope online one word at a time. So let's put on our humanity for a second. Can we all agree that sticking with spiritual discipline can be tough? What I call spiritual discipline, you may call quiet time. You may also call it devotional. Whatever we decide, sticking to spiritual discipline as a habit can be challenging. You and I know there are those among us who never fail at their spiritual discipline habit, or so we think. When you lift the veil, we find every human experiences moments of discouragement. Now let's take a collective sigh of relief. Ah, okay, don't you feel better? Everybody kind of gets distracted sometimes, you know? And here is the undeniable truth. Everyone gets discouraged sometimes. Look at your Bible. Moses got mad. Elijah hid. Esther hesitated. Peter and the disciples fell asleep. I'm so grateful for the humanity we are allowed to see through each person mentioned in the Bible. We also read of people who made their spiritual discipline habit possible. They remind us of what can be. Daniel prayed three times a day. Jesus prayed early in the morning. And in real life, John Wesley's mom kept her prayer habit going while homeschooling 19 children. I wonder what is the key to sticking with godly habits day in and day out? Well, today we're going to find inspiration here at the Simple Sincha Podcast. I hope that you will find the inspiration to start, pick back up, or continue in your spiritual discipline habit. My goal for this series that I'm starting today is to share stories, thoughts, and snapshots from my life and the lives of others when it comes to spiritual discipline. I find the Bible to be the perfect place to go back to when we find ourselves in need of encouragement and faith. Spiritual discipline doesn't have to be only for the super saints. You and I can grab a hold of God through the simple daily habits that we acquire one small step at a time. My friend, God is near and he can be found. So let us pursue him together, okay? So here's the thing. Everybody likes a quick start. And my favorite part of every user manual that I have is the quick start part. As a matter of fact, I finally got my writing table. Well, my husband did because he's a superhero. My writing table put together and I attempted to do it, but I couldn't. So I was just like, where's the quick start? Where's the quick guide? Which this particular table didn't have. Therefore, Zeke helped me out. Um, But I enjoy a quick start. So I'm going to give you a quick start because... You might be like, oh my goodness, am I going to have to listen to you for 30 hours to figure out how to do this thing? No. So I'm going to give you a few quick tips in order to build or to continue to be encouraged in your spiritual discipline habit. Okay? So number one, ask God to help you. When trying to connect with God, ask him for help. God will speak to you and he will give you the strategy you need to make spiritual discipline work in your daily life. Number two, start small. Everyone has a spiritual habit or daily discipline, quiet time, superhero, right? 
Someone I admire, for example, prays four hours a day. And this is not a person I know personally. It's somebody that I read in a book about um, his spiritual discipline walk. And I can begin to tell you that I would love to be a person that would pray four hours a day. But here's the reality. I work full time. I have a small business. I have a wonderful husband and three marvelous kids who I adore and who need my help all the time. So these are not excuses. These are facts of my current existence. So starting small means starting where I am. My way to start small is to pray before my lovely family wakes up. When the kids get much older, which they're getting older so quick, I bet I'll be able to carve more and more time to pray. Now, should I reach my four-hour prayer goal like right now? I'm sure it would be wonderful. But here's the beauty of starting small is to connect my heart to God's heart no matter what. Remember, God looks at the heart, not at the number of hours we're trying to pile up in prayer, trying to impress Him or someone else in our lives. He sees our lives. He wants us to simply come to Him as we are. Number three, ask a friend you admire how they make it work. I often ask like-minded people about their spiritual discipline habits. You can ask a mentor or a friend. I remember asking a pastor how she made time for God when her kids were little. I was a first-time mom, and my baby was six months old, and I was holding him in my baby carrier at the time. So as I was listening to her story, I was so encouraged to learn from her experience. There are people out there who are seeking God and pressing on to to know him. So just ask them questions. Number four. Got interruption from kids? Ask them to join you. John Wesley's mom is a pioneer in this area and also a role model for myself. So she trained her kids to know that when she had her apron on top of her head, they were to give her space because she was praying. She was also very particular about her kids' Christian education. If your kids are interrupting you, quote unquote, when you are doing your quiet time, ask them to join you during your spiritual discipline time. You know, the Word of God is for everyone, and kids receive the truth of God with joy. There is nothing wrong with exposing kids to what you are reading in the Bible, as well as letting them hear your prayers. Remember, more is caught than taught. Thank God I heard the prayers of my parents. I'm leaving their answers right now. Now, how would you know that unless your parents involve you in their devotional life? Number five, set an alarm. If you have a problem remembering to set aside time for spiritual discipline, set an alarm as a reminder. When the alarm sounds, grab your Bible, get on your knees, and get in God's presence. Soon, this will become a habit, and you will not need an alarm because you are conditioned to go to God in prayer, and trust me, you will want way more than five minutes. Number six, Start with five minutes and increase the amount of time slowly. If spending time in spiritual discipline is a foreign concept to you, start with praying and reading your Bible for five minutes a day and then increase that time slowly. The goal is to taste and see that the Lord is good. This slow introduction will lead you to desiring more and more time with God. Number seven, join a group. 
Encouragement is the main benefit to joining a group. When I joined a Bible study group, I was encouraged to study my Bible on my own. I was assured that those people that were surrounding me, just like me, wanted to spend time with God on a regular basis. Now, here's the caveat. The group cannot do spiritual discipline for you, but they can encourage you on your journey. Number eight, read a book. There are wonderful books about studying the Bible, prayer, and fasting out there. I often read books related to each spiritual discipline every year. The book that I read the most is called Celebration of Discipline by Richard J. Foster. Foster offers great insight into spiritual discipline. He will stretch your thinking in this area too. How do you get good book recommendations on spiritual discipline? Well, the books I read are often recommended by my mentors. The books I read really help me to pursue God with more passion and joy. And books are tools. Now remember, the Bible is our main text book. So books are just tools that encourage me to seek God and to read the Bible, but the Bible is our main text book. God is the one I seek to know, worship, and serve with joy. I need to major in his book and minor in every other supplemental reading. Number nine, teach what you learn. The best way to master any subject is to teach what you learn. So if you have kids, teach them about spiritual discipline. If you have friends, tell them about what you are learning. If you are a Sunday school teacher, teach your students about spiritual discipline. Yes, I know they already gave you that lesson plan, but you can enhance your lesson with things you're learning from God as you practice spiritual discipline. Remember, our faith in Jesus is active. Jesus always taught many things. We need to teach others too. It doesn't take a degree or an actual classroom to teach people. We're called to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ by simply teaching what we learn from him. Teaching can be as simple as a conversation with a friend who's feeling stuck in her devotional life. You may ask a question such as, have you thought about reading the entire Bible? Which is my favorite question and something I often ask when I'm having conversations about spiritual discipline. And then you tell the person why she should read the whole Bible, okay? If you want to know God, you need to read this his book. That's the answer that I often give, and that's what I found to be true in my life. Now, how should a person read an entire Bible would be a follow-up question from your friend, right? So I often recommend a 15-minute Bible reading plan. And between you and I, and anybody else that might be listening to this, your pets, you know, your Alexa or whoever, um, we spend way more than 15 minutes on social media. So trust me, we all have 15 minutes in a day to give to God. So I'm encouraging you to teach what you learn because what you know will grow. Number 10, don't let yourself get lazy. As a Bible lover and teacher, I hear people sometimes say that they get lazy with their spiritual discipline. Getting lazy is the same thing as knowing you have to sweep a room, but you don't do it really well. We've all seen it. There's dirt in the corners, and the whole room is supposed to be clean. So here's what happened. The broom did not cover every square inch available in that room. You still have that dirt right there on the side, 
because the room wasn't cleaned as well as we were able to clean it. So getting lazy is kind of like that. It's just different from being discouraged. Everybody gets discouraged sometimes, but being lazy is very action-oriented, okay? The lazy person will crack their Bible open. They'll check the reading on her to-do list sometimes. They might go to Bible study and complain that reading the Bible is boring. The solution is not to let yourself get stuck in that place. When you feel yourself getting to that place, ask God to help you. Tell him how your heart feels. You basically say, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And God will answer your prayer and give you divine direction. Reading the Bible is not supposed to feel like an amusement park daily, let's be honest. But it's also not meant to be boring. As you ask God for direction, he promises to lead you and guide you in the way you should go. God will challenge your mind and your understanding of his word. He will take you deeper than before. Now it is up to you to let yourself make sure that you don't get lazy and continue the most rewarding journey you can have on this side of life. So friends, I sincerely hope that these tips help you and encourage you, okay? Be encouraged in your spiritual discipline, okay? Try any or all of these. And for a written post about this, go to my blog, www.civilcentral.com. And you will um, have everything written down so you can go back to the notes and share them with your friends um, and just keep them for yourself if it helps you out, okay? Here's what I know for sure. God is a rewarder of those who seek him, and he will be found by you. Have an amazing day. This is Cynthia with SimpleCynthia.com. I will spread hope online one word at a time. Bye.